Hi, this is Dirk with Stuart Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. In rural India, a very small community of first-generation Christians raised money to purchase a slave and his family out of slavery. He was the third-generation slave, and his sons and his daughters were to be the fourth. It was miraculous how the Little Faith family raised the money and did everything they could to help this family acclimate to their newfound freedom. Over the first three years of freedom, at times, he found it hard to let go of the slavery, old ways of thinking, old ways of believing, old ways of acting. But he was free. He and his family were no longer slaves. The generations of slavery had ended. Without Christ as a slave, he said, there was no future for me, for my wife, my children, or for generations that would follow. We were slaves and we would be slaves. But now there is hope. We have life, new life. I wake up some mornings and I still can't believe that I and that we are free. Now, he leads a ministry in rural communities, releasing slaves into freedom and helping them realize what freedom really means. Now, at times, all of us struggle releasing the things that we are or have been bound to, the things that hold us back, the things that might even enslave us. But what if we really are free? In the opening verses of the book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul speaks about the wonder of redemption. He says this, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he has lavished on us. At least one facet of the beautiful diamond of redemption is seen in the deliverance and the freedom from slavery in Egypt and the oppressive captivity of Babylon. Now, Paul says that we have been set free, delivered, and redeemed. We have been forgiven through his blood and the treasure of God's grace that he has lavished on us. We are set free from slavery and oppression to live the life that we've been created to live. And it is all there for us in the overflowing cascade of God's grace offered in the cross of Christ. So how do the opening story and Paul's words to the Ephesians encourage you today? Here are a few thoughts and some questions for folks like us to consider on the journey to the extraordinary life. Take a few moments to consider freedom in Christ, freedom from sin, freedom from the old ways of thinking, from the old ways of believing, from the old ways of speaking, and freedom from the old ways of acting. Number two, ask yourself, do you really want to live in freedom? And do you choose to live in freedom each day? Number three, consider asking a prayer like, God, how can I believe you really have set me free? And how can I live even more free today? Number four, how does the God-given reality that you are truly free give you hope for today and for each day. Number five, like the freed slave in India, how can you give your life to set others free? The extraordinary life is a life of revolutionary trust and hope in God. 
we have been redeemed, set free from everything that would keep us from living the fullest life that we have been created to live. God has given us hope and life in his redemption of our lives and of all things. God's great adventure for our lives is a journey of hope given to us in the redemption freedom God has lavished on us. And like the freed slave in his family, we are blessed with the opportunity and the calling to flood this gracious gift on others. Transformed people transform people. Redeemed people redeem people. And free people set other people free. So as you consider a life of revolutionary hope in the freedom of God's redemption for your life, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life. With God and with each other, we can.